Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello and welcome back to the show. Today, I'm going to be discussing four signs that you might be ready to hire staff. Now, if you started your business with the intention of just maybe working on your own, Uh, you never really thought about having staff or what that would entail, you're definitely not alone. It's nearly every business owner that I talk to, including myself. I really thought that I would be working on my own for two to three years at least. I did think that I would perhaps hire staff at some point in the future, but I really never, ever thought that it would happen for me as quickly as it actually did. I needed to hire someone within three months of starting my lash salon because I was just so crazy, 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 crazy booked out and overwhelmed. And a few of the things that I'm actually going to discuss in today's episode, but Most people in this industry, I find just through talking and a lot of my coaching clients, people that have done salon goals, they'll say, oh, no, I can't hire. That wasn't the plan or, you know, I never thought about it or I just wanted this to be my side hustle and it's grown into something way, way bigger. And yeah, the fact of the matter is if you want to earn more, if you want to do more, if you want to grow, you cannot do it without other people helping you. Full stop. Your income is capped. We're service providers. We charge for time. So you are only ever going to get to a certain level of income if you stay on your own because there are only so many hours in the day and there's only so much physical and mental energy that you can put into servicing clients. So your income is capped unless you're some sort of, you know, lash artist or brow artist, makeup artist or nail artist, whatever, whatever it is that you do, but you're providing that service to the rich and famous and, you know, you're charging $500, $600, $700 an hour, which, you know, that's amazing if you are. But the reality is probably, you know, 98% of us are not charging or not able to charge that much per hour because, you know, the average person that wants beauty treatments or here in Australia is not prepared to pay that amount unless you are exceptionally, exceptionally good or, you know, TikTok famous or Insta famous or whatever. But there's not that many really, really, really famous lash artists or, you know, brow artists here in Australia that are still working on clients. So your income's capped. So you're going to need to hire staff at some point. So A lot of people that I talk to, they're in denial about this. They put it off. They think that they can get away without having someone help them. Maybe they're a control freak. A lot of us are control freaks. I'm definitely a control freak. And the thought of handing off clients, your beloved, treasured, amazing, wonderful clients that only trust you and couldn't possibly want anybody else, the thought of that is literally terrifying. Or, you know, the thought of giving someone the key to your salon and getting them to go in and unlock and and, and start everything up for the day or close up or, or whatever or take care of administration work or whatever. It's really, really daunting to think about doing that, especially if you've done it on your own for a really, really long time. So, you know, 
procrastinating putting someone on is really, really common. And another reason that people are reluctant to hire is because they just think that team management is way too hard. And let me tell you, it's no walk in the park. I've definitely gotten a lot better at it over the years, just through experience and uh, working on my management skills, taking courses and, you know, having a mentor that helped me be a better leader. So I know I've said this before uh, in my Instagram content and my blog and here on the podcast, but the courses that you take as a business owner should not all be beauty related. They should be around business, marketing, leadership, management, money management, maybe money coaching. There's so many different avenues that you should explore and be looking to get better at as a business owner, not just perfecting your craft. So the actual service that you're providing for clients, because again, if you grow your team to a certain level, you're probably not going to be the one working on the tools the most anymore. I only work in my salon for six hours a week. I do have a few extra hours coming up just to help the girls out over November and definitely in December this year. But usually I only work six hours a week. I'm not the highest income earner on my team anymore. My team does that for me. So I have worked at all these other aspects of growing my business. And that's really, really helped me a lot over the years rather than just taking lash courses. I think the last lash course that I took myself was in 2018. So five years ago now. So I'm not trying to be the best one on my team anymore. I don't want clients to want me anymore. I don't need to really grow my skill set for servicing clients. And the other one or the other reason that business owners will put off hiring is, you know, they have this fear that they're going to put staff on and they're going to learn everything they can off them and then leave and steal all their clients, start up their own business and steal all their clients. I have talked about this before. I think I might have spoken about this a couple of episodes ago, but this is not everyone's dream. It's not everyone's dream to have their own business. Not everyone wants to be their own boss. Just because you are your own boss, it's very easy to, you know, slip into the way of thinking that everyone wants the same things as you. Everyone has the same goals and aspirations, but it's actually not true. A lot of people do just want to come to work, do their job and then go home at the end of the day and not think about it again until they need to go back. So, and I mean, those people make really good employees. So, <laughs> um, if you need help with hiring and, you know, searching out good employees, advertising the position and, you know, going through all the things that you need to do to hire, please feel free to reach out to me. I do mentor my business coaching clients in a one-to-one coaching setting over Zoom on this a lot. I've helped a lot of my coaching clients do this and also There's a lot on hiring and growth and motivation tactics for your team and keeping your team happy inside of salon goals as well. So if you want any information about that, please send me a DM. But yeah, look, it's just a fear. And yes, it does occasionally happen. People run out and they start their own business and they might steal a few clients. It's actually happened to me a few times now, but I've had more employees over the last nine and a half years the ratio is 
pretty low. I think out of about 25 or 26 employees out of the last nine and a half years, I think I've had four go and start their own businesses. And it really hasn't affected my business one little bit. So if that makes you feel a little bit better and that's the little light bulb moment or that little bit of comfort that you needed to actually take some action and get the ball rolling on hiring staff. I hope that's it. Let me know if it was. But without further ado, I will get into the four signs that you're ready to hire staff. Some of these you might not be aware of. um, And, you know, as I go through them, you might be going, oh, yes, that's me. Oh, oh, yes, that's me. Oh, I really need to hire. So, Keep listening right through till the end. So first one, first sign that you might be ready to hire a staff member is your client retention rate. And you can go run reports in your booking system, but you're probably going to know that you're booked out. You're going to know that you really are at a point where you can't service any more new clients. You might even have a new policy that you don't service any new clients at all. And if you do, please get rid of that. Just put your price up. Don't ever say no to new clients. Uh, All you need to do is just put your price up and you might have a few that drop off, which is fine. And then you'll have a few new ones come through that are happy to pay your higher price. So please don't ever close your books. Just put your prices up. Do it, do it, do it, do it. So Client retention, usually I say if you're booked out, like you're pretty booked, you haven't got really a lot of free time in your allocated salon hours. So, you know, for example, you roster yourself on for a set 34 hours a week and you've only got two hours spare. That's a really good sign that you're pretty booked and you consistently sort of only got an hour or two spare each week when you're rebooking your clients back in. And you really need to look at your time over, you know, the upcoming month to six weeks. And if you're at 80% capacity, so if you are booked out for 80% of your time every week over the next four to six weeks consistently, it's a really good sign that you need to hire someone because you've really only got a little bit of time left over to fit anyone new in, right? And by this stage, your clients are probably pretty well schooled with rebooking. So, you know, they know that you're hard to get into. You haven't got a lot of wiggle room. You don't have a lot of last minute appointments. And if your clients don't know that, you need to start teaching them. But that is a whole other subject, you know, that goes into actually getting your clients to rebook. But basically, 20% availability left out of your whole entire rostered hours. And another side note, if you work 10 hours one week, 40 the next, 30 the week after, 25 the week after that, because, you know, your start and finish times just ebb and flow with, you know, your client bookings, that's not really a good way to run a business. You need to actually have some boundaries. So I would definitely set some start and finish times and designate break times as well so that you're teaching your clients that you have X amount of availability between these hours and that's what it is. Because when you are kind of fluid with starting and finishing 
that's when we really start to see, you know, your bookings start to build up really late at night or, you know, you might start taking a few clients really late on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday morning. The boundaries aren't clear. So set start, set finish time, set break time, even if you are at home. You can have proper, typical hours of business. And, you know, it might be 12 p.m. till 8.30 p.m. Monday to Friday. And that's fine. You've you've laid that boundary. That's great. But at least you know when you're trying to track your client retention and, you know, whether you should be putting a new staff member on and how booked out you are. And then, you know, if you do have a staff member, you're going to have to sort of stick to some set times, start and finish times anyway. So it's a really good idea to get into the habit. But it's much easier to track these figures if you have set start and finishing times. So if you've only got about 20% availability, you can only see 20% of white in your upcoming bookings in your calendar, it's a really good time to think about hiring someone because you do not want to get to the point of desperation like I did or so many others in this industry do. You never, ever, ever make good hiring decisions when you are coming from a place of desperation. So don't be like me. Do not be like me back in 2014 where I was booked out for 40 hours a week. I think I was about six weeks in advance. I didn't even have a 10-minute gap, right? So I was booked out six weeks in advance for 40 hours a week. I had absolutely no wiggle room at all. And at that point, I hired, I, I was drowning, I was burnt out, but I hired the wrong person. And look, she stayed with me for six months and she's a lovely person. I'm still friends with her, but she just wasn't the right fit for my business. And she was at a, just a different stage of her life and she was sort of past wanting to grow or build somebody else's business. She just wanted to come to work and, and, then, and stick lashes on people and then go home, which is fine, which is great. But, uh, you know, she was only available part-time hours and, you know, I really needed someone that was invested as I was. So that actually came with my second hire that I ever made. So, you know, just because it didn't work out, it wasn't a complete success in the beginning with my first ever hire, you know, it doesn't mean that I stuffed up or, you know, it was bad or it put me off hiring. I just kept going. And, it was a good lesson to learn, a lot of lessons learned during that time period, but took the pressure off for a little while, but very quickly became booked out again and I needed to hire again. So don't let it get to the point of desperation because you will not make the best hiring decisions. Give yourself that little bit of space so that you can take your time in hiring and actually you know, interview a few candidates and talk to a few people. You might even, um, you know, put them on as a trial or give them a trial day or something like that, a skills test. And you can also give yourself that space to put some time into training them up as well. Because when you're flat chat with clients and your new staff member isn't bringing any money in yet, the money that you're making is going to have to support their wage. So that's really, really hard in the beginning. So you want to make, make sure that you've got enough time to do training with them so they can be up and running a lot faster 
so they're making money for the business and you don't have to support their wage for quite as long. But yeah, so if you're booked out, about 80% of your time over the upcoming month to six weeks is booked already in advance. Really good time to think about hiring. Okay, moving on to number two, time management. So again, if you're at that point of desperation like I was back in 2014, you booked out 40 hours a week plus with clients and you've got no other time to do, you know, just do the basic things just to run your business, let alone grow it, it's probably time to hire someone. And it doesn't have to be another lash artist or brow artist, beauty therapist, whatever. It could be a VA. It could be someone to help you with reception work in your salon, just someone doing admin for you and socials. Or it could be a VA. So someone that, you know, looks after your socials and things like that from somewhere else that don't actually have to come into your salon. They don't even have to be a staff member. You can pay a VA as a contractor. So actually just pay their invoices. Um, You don't have to worry about wages or anything like that. But that could be a stepping stone for you so that you have got, you know, someone looking after the administration side of your business or socials. You know, if you haven't got time to get back to people, whether that be paying clients that are trying to move appointments around or they want to book in with you, if you haven't got time to ring people back, answer your phone, send text messages back, Instagram DMs, Facebook DMs, emails, you know, if you haven't got time to do all of that administration side of your business or you're doing it outside of hours late at night, that's, you know, not a great sign. You probably do need someone to help you because you are going to get burnt out very, very quickly if you are doing 40 plus hours a week of clients. The front end of your business, your client facing stuff, you're doing all of that. That's really draining mentally. It's really draining physically as well. But then if you can't keep up with the demand, you're going to be missing out on bookings. Clients are going to become frustrated if you don't get back to them fast enough you know, especially if they're trying to move appointments around and things like that, plus you're booked out and you really haven't got much room to move, they're going to become frustrated. So having someone to come in and help you with that is a really, really good idea because your business definitely will not grow if you're at that stage. If you haven't got time to do your marketing and things like that and just getting back to people, your business definitely not going to grow any further than where it's at today. Number three, which I just mentioned... But it's burnout. If you are burnt out, if business is no longer fun, if you don't want to do it anymore, you feel like you're going to throw the towel in, it's just all too hard. Yes, you're making money. Yes, you've got lots of happy clients. Yes, it looks like you're successful to everybody else, but you feel like a failure because you don't want to do it anymore. Probably a good time to hire or ask for help. I've definitely been here and it's not a fun place to be. Once you get to Burnout City, it's hard to leave. Very, very hard to leave without making massive changes in your business or, you know, hiring help, asking for help, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, A few things that you can do to avoid burnout, and these are things that have helped me, is to schedule in downtime. So make sure that instead of working 40 plus hours and then doing all the other jobs outside of your normal client hours, 
and not having any time for friends or family, just fully pouring yourself into work, you need to actually schedule in some downtime. So whether that's phones down at 6 p.m. and you don't pick them up again until the next day at 9 a.m. So you're not writing back to clients. You're not getting back to DMs. You're not doing socials and stuff at 10 o'clock at night. That's family time. That's home time. That's rest time. That's gym time. That's looking after you time, cooking yourself a good meal, getting out for a walk, moving your body. They're all really, really good things that, you know, help you mentally and they help you physically. So especially if you are a busy business owner, you do need to take care of yourself. You do not want to get to burnout city. It It's really... It's a really shit place to be. And when you are the face of your business, you've got to show up online, you've got to show up physically to your place of work every day, you're talking to clients, you are putting your best self forward for them, you switch on the customer service angel that you are, plus you do a great job with whatever service you're providing. That is very, very mentally and physically draining. I don't know about anybody else, but I know that when I work in my salon all day, I just have to watch like at least two hours of Netflix when I get home just to numb my brain because I'm at that point I, after 11 hours, because uh, I used to work nine to eight, three days a week and then other hours on other days. But yeah, three, three days a week, I was doing 11 hours of clients, chock-a-block full. And I did that for a lot of years. And when I got home, I wasn't even physically capable of having an intelligent conversation with my husband. I was that fried. My brain was fried. So when you're doing this over and over and over and over and over again, you're not scheduling in downtime and you feel guilty for not working. I know that there's this whole hustle culture. I'm slowly getting myself out of it. But, you know, you don't need to be doing something all of the time for your business. It's okay to not write back to that DM that come through at 3 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon that really doesn't need any sort of answer until you're back at work. It's okay to do that. I give you permission. Answer in inside business hours. You'll, you'll thank me later when you save your sanity. But yeah, burnout's not fun. And if you're there and if you're busy and you're making money, a staff member could just be the thing you need to help bring you out of it and give you a new focus and, you know, start making more money and grow your business. So that's exciting when you've got something to look forward to. You're not just trapped in this cycle, this endless cycle of work. I like to call it the hamster wheel of lashing. You know, once you're on it and then you're running really fast and you can't get off because everything's going to go to shit if you do. It can really give you something to look forward to and a reason for keeping on doing whatever it is you're doing, um, having that team member there to work with and, and support. Lastly, the fourth sign that you're ready to hire, it does kind of tie into everything else, but turning away clients. So if you are constantly turning away clients, you are losing money. If you can't fit people in because you are that at capacity, you may as well just go outside your salon and throw some cash into the wind because literally you are losing money. Those people that you turn away are going to go to your competitors and they're probably not going to try and get back in with you ever again. 
because they'll just think, oh, she's too hard to get into. I can't get an appointment when I need one. And yes, you do need to train your good clients into booking ahead multiple appointments into the future. We really want to train our clients to do that. And we do want to sort of let them know that mm, we are a little bit hard to move things around last minute because it just, your appointment calendar will just look so much nicer if people aren't chopping and changing things at the last second. If you don't have those boundaries in place and you haven't trained them to book into the future. But if you're constantly turning new clients away, you're probably going to get a little bit of a reputation in your local area that she's hard to get into or he's hard to get into. Don't bother. Wait list, meh. Nah, it's easier to just go to this other place who've got multiple staff and, you know, they seem to be good. So people will always choose convenience and they're probably not going to be prepared to wait months to get into someone for a beauty treatment that perhaps they just want for that weekend or they want for an event that they have got coming up or a holiday that they've got. And, you know, they might have thought that they were being really organised by contacting you three weeks beforehand, but if they still can't get an appointment with you, they're really never going to try again. And let me tell you that a lot of those types of clients that ring up last minute, I know that we're sort of taught that they're not our ideal clients, those ones that ring up last minute and they've got an event on or something like that. But these people, especially if it's like a lash extension service, you know, they get a full set on for a wedding, say, and then there's they get addicted and they're just coming back, especially if you've got really good follow-up automations and things like that, which I'm actually going to talk about in next week's episode. But if you've got lots of really good, great things in place to get your clients coming back and you offer a fantastic service, not just the look of the lashes, but the whole entire experience they had with you, those clients are going to get addicted and they're going to want to keep coming back. And I can tell you firsthand, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of two clients that I've got right now a mother and a daughter that got their lashes done for a wedding in 2015 and they still come to me fortnightly, to me or my salon. They're happy to go in with other girls, but they like me. But yeah, that was a that was a, a last minute decision. They got their lashes done for the wedding to make life a little bit easier on the day. They didn't want to get stick on ones or whatever. They got addicted and they're still coming back eight years later. So, you know, those are the types of clients that you're going to miss out on if you're forever turning people away. So don't throw away money. Take the leap. Hire. If you've ticked yes mentally to these four signs, I really, really urge you to have a serious think about hiring someone. Don't focus on the negative. I know that there is a lot of negativity when it comes to staff. You know, you'll hear people say, oh, they're just too hard, staff are hard to manage, blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, they can be, but I choose to be grateful for my team and, you know, yeah, sometimes it is hard, but it's also really, really hard seeing clients full-time plus hours, have a personal life, keep up with all your administration, be healthy, be a good mum, be a good friend. 
it's really hard to do all those things yourself. So I'm choosing my heart and I've done another episode about this. I think it was quite a while ago. I think it might have been back when I first started this podcast, but I've chosen to have a team and have them in there looking after my clients for me. And I would have never reached the income levels that I have reached if I hadn't have taken that leap and hired. So don't focus on the negative. Use me as an example. You know, it doesn't always end up badly. You know, I haven't decided to throw the towel in when people have left and started their own business and taken clients. You know, it's not the end of the world. But maybe if you're struggling with this decision, write a pros and cons list. Look at maybe your life in two years if you do hire staff versus if you don't. And, you know, weigh up the benefits versus the negatives or potential negatives that you don't even know might not even happen. (laughs) So, I hope this episode has helped you, especially if you are sort of teetering on that edge of will I do it, won't I? As always, if you've got any questions, please feel free to reach out. Send me a DM. My Instagram handle is at Lauren Lappin underscore. And as always, I love seeing how you are listening to the Lash Business Lounge. So why not, unless you're driving, snap a selfie and make sure you tag me, post it to your stories. Let me know uh, which episode you're listening to and, you know, what you thought about it. I love hearing feedback. And that is all I've got for you today. I will see you online soon.